today on CityCast Madison. There are a million and one ways a date can go sideways, but every now and then one goes really right. We asked you for your stories of your best or worst dates and you delivered. Um, mostly the bad. As promised, your stories of Madison's dating scene on Valentine's Day. Haley Sperling, co-founder of Madison Minutes, our proud newsletter partner, joins me for the ride. It's Tuesday, February 14th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Haley, welcome to CityCast Madison, partner. Thank you, Bianca. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so excited to talk about dating in Madison. Because there's so much to say. (laughs) Unfortunately, however you want to take it. Yes. So how would you rate your dating experience in Madison? One to 10. I would have to give it a, a solid 10 out of 10. I would say the majority of my dates have been good rather than bad. Doesn't mean everything has been amazing, but like for the most part, I, I it hasn't been awful. There have been some awful experiences, but you know, like it's it's all pretty decent. It's all right. I am so happy to hear that. I'm gonna give it a negative seven degrees Fahrenheit. So <laughs> that said, so we've got some good experiences, we've got some bad. Shall we hear some of the messages that folks left us? Oh, absolutely. All right, let's start with the with some doozies. Here's someone you know. It's Sam from from the emails from Madison Minutes. And on the very first date that I went on after the lockdown, so probably sometime in late 2020, I was on a first date with somebody and we were sitting outside at a cafe and I was telling him all that boring first date stuff. And I got to the part where I told him that I had five siblings. You know, I was babbling about, you know, boring small talk stuff. And then he goes, which of them who I most remind you of. <laughs> and I and I laugh and you know, I did one of those like, huh, you know, and then move on to the next topic thing because it was like, I'm, I'm sure I didn't hear that right. And then he stops me and he goes, I asked you, which of your siblings do I most remind you of? Why? Why, 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 why? You know where you found me. You know this was Tinder. That is a bizarre thing to do. That's a bizarre thing to ask. So that's my story. <laughs> that is chaos. That is just chaos. Sam, my boy. Yeah. We love him. You deserve better, and that's horrifying. Let's hear from Matt in Middleton. So it was the first date with this guy that I met on OkCupid. We met for coffee, and we just started with some small talk, sort of talking about our families a little bit. After a little while, I mentioned I had been talking about my sister, and he paused, and he gave me this weird look like I think I met your sister we went on a date last week (laughs) so it was super awkward after that point when we confirmed that it was indeed my sister that he went on a date with tried to continue the conversation but kind of cut the date a little bit short I was dying the whole time because I just wanted to go home and tell other people how hilarious it was we decided that we would not go on a second date because it was just too weird And I also wanted to tell my sister about this, but I hadn't come out to her. I met her for dinner later that week and started just telling her the story and in the process also came out to her. 
And she was very cool about me coming out and surprised about the story. She kind of, I don't know if she knew that the guy was bisexual or not. So it kind of had a, a nice ending because I was, it like forced me to come out to my sister and yeah, everything was good. The best part was that months later, my sister sent me an Isthmus article that was about online dating and I started reading it and this guy who was not mentioned by name, but it was clear after reading it, talked about how he had gone on a date with two siblings and how weird it was. So yeah, always have that that great memory and that Isthmus article to look back on. <laughs> I thought of the Brandy and Monica song, The Boy Is Mine. <laughs> I I honestly love this date so much because like this is number one, the gay agenda in practice, and two, the bisexual representation. We absolutely love to see it. We love it. We love to see it. And it's also, the past two were about like online dating experiences, right? And yes. online dating is a whole cabal. <laughs> it's a whole thing you're stepping into. Like, what have your online dating experiences been like in Madison? I've been in Madison for 10 years, which means I have been on like Madison dating apps for 10 years, which I think I deserve like some sort of medal for that uh, in itself. But like I said, overall, like things have been pretty solid experience wise. I've met honestly a lot of like good friends from the apps. I just went to a hockey game with a guy that I initially met on Hinge like in 2019, but now we're just casual buds, you know? And like I exchange like Twitter DMs with people that I used to date with. And I'm like, look at this dumb meme or like, look at this thing. And so, like, overall, you know, like, clearly it it hasn't worked because I'm single. Shocking. Um, but <laughs> it's it, the real friends are truly the friends we make along the way. I love it. And honestly, I feel like a big part of it with online dating or dating in general is communicating what you want and need. And I feel like there are so many different wants that people have yes. when they're going out to date. You know, you could just be looking to find someone to connect with the, around like Dungeons and Dragons and like yes. maybe have some affection or you're looking for your long term partner. Do you think there's a best app like in your experience? Well, like you said, I think it really depends on what you're looking for. I've noticed that recently. And of course, like this is very different for straight folks versus anyone like in the LGBTQ community. But like I've noticed a lot of people kind of getting on hinge in the past couple of years. Like that was not a thing like five years ago. Um, there were maybe like six people on there and I was, you know, number seven. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's everyone getting... was on Tinder. Yeah. A hundred percent. When I got to UW. Or Yes, yes, grinder, scruff, all all of the all of those bad boys. Um, but um, I when I got to UW in 2013, Tinder had just come on the scene pretty much. That liberating college experience of I get to live on my own and date whoever I want and I have a sea of people in front of me. It's exciting, it's adventurous. Tinder is still like I think a fun place. Um, it's definitely probably the most saturated market. But it doesn't mean it's bad, you know, different strokes for different folks. I've personally never really had a good experience on Bumble. Maybe it's just because, like, women have to message first. And I am 
crippled by anxiety over what to say. So like, shout out to the dudes that'll text me right off the bat because y'all are the real ones. I don't know what to say to you, but I appreciate your effort. (laughs) Totally. And I understand like both you and I have had experiences of people like seeing what our job is on just another topic, um, working in the media and trying to connect with us, not about dating, but about uh, being journalists and like trying to learn and even join the industry. So that's really cool. Let's keep hearing some stories. Here's one from Molly. I think when I first moved to Madison, so this was like 10 years ago, I brought this guy home. I had this terrible cat at the time who peed on his clothes in the middle of the night. (laughs) And I had to like wake up at 2 a.m. and tell him that this had happened. And then I washed his clothes in the middle of the night, which was cool. But what was worse is that I thought that I was calling my brother to see if he could take this terrible cat off my hands and I ended up calling this guy instead and he was at work and I was basically like, hey, do you want to take this cat from me? And he was like, no, I super don't. (laughs) And then I realized my mistake. Yeah, it was extremely embarrassing. My first reaction to Molly's story is I love doing laundry in the middle of the night when something goes wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And secondly, I've had the experience of uh, like accidentally like sending a voice memo to the person I was dating or had just stopped dating uh, while I was talking about them and basically called them a sad sack Bob Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) and they were like uh what i was like nothing nothing just a funny sound i'd be like i said what i said honestly but i will say this is kind of like a blessing in disguise my mantra when it comes to dating it's like if my cats don't like you then that's a huge red flag because my my little dude ozzy like he is the most friendly guy and if he doesn't like someone i'm like there is something extremely off. Um, And he was proven right because he didn't like my friend's ex-boyfriend. And despite the fact that they dated for a couple of years after that, they broke up. And I was like, told you, told you from day one, Ozzy Mm. didn't like him. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear another oops story. Uh, This one's from Angela. So one night at Jenna's, every good story starts out one night at Jenna's. I went to Jenna's to meet meet with a friend thought I was looking super cute. I was waiting for her. I had a little jacket on. And while I was waiting upstairs in Jenna's, most likely flirting with a bartender, I was just chatting it up, chatting it up. My friend gets there. And even before saying hello, she's like, oh my God, Angela, and reaches across to my neck. And she says, you have a tampon hanging from your necklace. And I'm like, wait, what? A tampon? I literally had a tampon hanging from my necklace and I had no idea because I thought I was just out looking dope. So beware of just having tampons in your pocket and a necklace at the same time and putting on that necklace without looking at it. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. I'm not going to lie, I'm a little confused by, like, the physics of that one, but, like, <laughs> I can I can visualize it. And, girl, yes, you know, even if you're out at Jenna's with a tampon hanging from your neck, you're still out at Jenna's looking hot. Do your thing. We love it. 
I honestly applaud that reaction and I think you're right. And I also like feel like this is my worst fear, like that somehow a tampon is somewhere it's not supposed to be. The things that we carry literally sometimes. <laughs> Truly. Oh man. Thank you for that, Angela, which we also gotta love Jenna's. Love that shout out. Always. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Here's a bad date that turned into something good. This is from Jody. I went with a hinge date uh, to a local tavern. Uh, I wore a slinky red dress and it was feeling all in my power until I got up to go to the bathroom and slipped on a bit of a wet flooring. I flew through the air. I twisted my ankle the whole bit. Um, I thrust out my hand and my date grabbed it. He helped me up. I was mortified. Our server was super nice. He reassured me and comforted me. He told me that uh, the spot was notorious for people slipping on it. Uh, Anyway, the date went fine and then not. Uh, And a few weeks later, uh, someone waved to me from another bar stool at a place I was hanging out. He was like, hey, were you at the Weary with a date in, in like a red dress? And I was like, yeah. And then I realized it was our server, the reassuring server from that night. We ended up striking up a conversation and it went from there. So uh, I made a connection that night, just not with the person across the table. I love that because that is like the definition of like a Madison love story, truly. Like falling in love with your server rather than the date. That's a dream come true. (laughs) I hear that. And also people say like, you know, never stop smiling or never stop being who you are because you never know who's falling in love with you. And it's like this message is never stop being clumsy because people love you for who you are. And I am that person. And also, y'all clean up the slipperies on the floor. Take care. (laughs) Take care of your people. On a date. Thank you for that, Jody. So here's another similar type of message. Uh, Bad to good. This is Josie. Okay, listen, I had the best and worst date of my life. And it happened on the same weekend, six years ago, in Bombay, India. I had met this guy the week before at a party, and he'd asked me out. We set a date for Thursday. Uh, All week, he was texting me, super funny, really cute. I was looking forward to the date. And then he shows up an hour late in a fully tinted out car, doesn't get out to greet me, and talks about his ex for like an hour. And then the rest of the date, he didn't ask me a single question about myself. I was like reaching at straws trying to ask him questions. He was this like Bollywood actor who was really only famous because his family was famous. And I had to pretend that I didn't Google that every movie he was in had flopped. It was just painful, like downright painful. And earlier that week, I had met somebody else who was really cute, who I had told I was in this situationship and I wanted to see how it panned out. And he'd been really respectful of that, but he was texting me. And so obviously, and the date is so terrible, I respond and he answers back, clearly your date sucks and you should let me take you out tomorrow and we can go out and have fun. And I said yes, obviously, and that date lasted for 72 hours, and it was the best weekend of my life. I only ended because I had to go to work on Monday, and it's actually still going because six years later, he's moved halfway around the world, and he lives 
in the coldest place in the United States with me. So I guess in the end, it worked out. I think it did. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. I will say I've only had like one date that's lasted 72 hours and it was awful. It was a bad time. But uh, <laughs> that's. I'm happy that it worked out for someone else, truly. Yeah, like a whirlwind adventure. It's nice to see, you know, someone's basically like, hey, girl, I got you. Let me show you how a real person does it. Who cares? Truly, you know? like came in and sweeps her off her feet. We love to see it. Take charge, guys. Like, let's go. Yes. We're ending our voicemails with a lovely, positive note. This is Jake. So set the scene. The year is 2013. Tinder just launched, and it is hot. I'm home in Illinois during UW-Madison spring break, and I am swiping. I recognize a girl that went to high school with some of my best friends and can't swipe right fast enough. We match, head back to our respective universities, and continue to talk for the rest of the summer. Once home for summer break, she agrees to go on a date with me. I ask her to join me on a trip to the mall because I have a job interview there and figure she can just hang out while I go through the interview. She agrees because she's an absolute angel. Folks, I have no idea why she opted to see me again. I asked her to take a picture of me in a shirt I tried on at a store. I asked her to split the bill for dinner. She came back to my parents' house after dinner, where my dog proceeded to tear her brand-new sandals to shreds. My dog was cute, so she forgave him easily, but 19-year-old me was the worst, and I can't believe that she she went out with me again. Needless to say, I am infinitely grateful she gave me another chance, and definitely more chances than I deserved in years to follow. After nearly a decade, thanks to her endless patience and some much-needed maturation on my part, We're now happily married, and not a day passes without me realizing how ridiculously lucky I am to be her husband. And as an added bonus, her birthday is Valentine's Day, so if this publishes or gets aired on Valentine's Day, happy birthday, Kim. I love you. Jake! Kim! Yes! (laughs) Happy birthday, Kim! I love you! I love this story. That's beautiful. This is everything. Everything I wanted 2013 Tinder to be, and I'm glad they got it. I'm glad it worked out for someone. Thank you all so much for sending in those messages. They are a riot. Haley, you are part of our partnership. You're our newsletter and couldn't love you more. And we're talking about love and romance. And I just wanted to make sure to share that I've heard from multiple people in relationships uh, tell me and wax poetic about the fact that Madison Minutes brings them together. Like literally a, a story of The fact that they're like, well, have you read it yet? Have you read the thing that's going on yet? (laughs) And like, if they'd already read it, like, don't spoil it for me. I love that. I think that's so beautiful. And that is absolutely not what we set out to do when we launched Madison Minutes in 2021. But like, that's just such, it, it really warms my heart. And I love anyone out there. If your relationship has been stronger or weakened, I don't know, uh, I would love to hear about it. Before we go, we've got to end, and I'm sad to say it, but do you have any suggestions, you know, as a dating veteran in Madison of sorts, any suggestions for folks hitting the scene? 
just be nice to people. You know, you never know who's going to be the friend along the way. Like I said, I've got a lot of friends who have come from these apps, but now like they're people that I talk to every day, you know, they're sending me news tips or they're sending me fallout boy songs. You know, it's like those, that's my love language. Truly. It's, it's fallout <laughs> boy and Madison news. Just remember to have fun. And that if something doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you or that you're any less worthwhile. That's yes. my last advice. Communicate clearly clearly what you want and be kind. Haley, thank you so much for joining me and being a compatriot in the field of love today and sharing your own experiences. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. We love being your partner. We love Madison Minutes CityCast partnership. It's a beautiful, it's match made in heaven, truly. That's Haley Sperling, co-founder of Madison Minutes, our newsletter partners. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, what are you doing? Trust me, you can thank me later. It will make your life better. I'm not playing. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Former Packers quarterback, Brett Favre, remember him? His reputation has somehow stooped lower, this time in his home state of Mississippi. So apparently Mississippi took welfare money that was supposed to go to families in need and spent it on celebrities. They paid Favre more than a million dollars to give some speeches, only he didn't do them and had to pay it back. And now the state wants him to repay $5 million that it says he directed to a volleyball arena at his alma mater. Money that was supposed to help families in poverty. Meanwhile, Favre is suing a state auditor and two sports newscasters for defamation. And remember the 2022 election, the one that some folks claimed was rigged? Well, the state just finished its audit. You're going to want to hear this. Lean in. The Elections Commission randomly selected more than 300 local governments all over Wisconsin and recounted their ballots by hand. And you want to know how many problems they found? Six. Six ballots. That's out of two and a half million ballots cast. And to be clear, those were all from human error, like using the wrong color ink. Pretty remarkable. Before we go, can you help us be named Madison's best podcast? Madison Magazine is looking for nominations for its best things in Madison contest. You can vote for CityCast Madison for best podcast. And while you're there, please vote for our partners, Madison Minutes. We'll throw the link in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoy the show, why not tell a past date, particularly if you were talking about them in your voicemail you left us, about our podcast. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then. Nothing more needs to be said. <laughs> yeah, I filed that under why are men and that's it.